Christ. I got another story for you today. <laughs> Please tell it. <laughs> you want to hear a quick story? No. <laughs> hey, you know something we hadn't done in a little bit? Care to answer? Oh, no. I thought, <laughs> dead, I thought that was historical. Dead I thought, air. I thought you were going to continue talking. Uh, read, a re- read a couple of reviews. You want me to read them? <laughs> no. Jeez. Are y'all ready to go? Yeah, we've been waiting on your ass no, to go. Let's go. We can't use any of this yeah, so far because yeah, it's, yeah, it it's been so. <laughs> we want to start yeah. all over again. We don't have to I'll, press start record. Talking, just start talking again. Yeah. Right. Hey, y'all know we haven't done it in a while? <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? What's that, Ben? <laughs> read some reviews. we got a couple of reviews Ooh, I want to I highlight. Some new ones? Yeah, heck yeah. Nice. So Tyler does fitness. Not not Tyler's clubs because you don't do fitness. Because I don't, right. But this Tyler Does Fitness said, Hello, 17-year-old here. I'm a runner, and I love listening to your guys' pod. It's very inspiring, and that last episode with the Fueling Young Athletes helped me a bunch as I do struggle with fueling. Thank you. Mm. Nice. How cool is that? That's yeah. awesome. 17. Yeah. 17 years old. You know what? We Listen actually, to the pod. It's funny. We were just looking at the demos. Yeah, and he's like one of three seventeen-year-olds <laughs> that listen to the show. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Tyler. I appreciate yeah, yeah, you. Man. So, yeah, that's awesome. No, that's great. That's a tangible. It benefited somebody. One of our episodes yeah. actually mm. benefited somebody. Yeah. so that's awesome. Love it, uh, Darren. You could act a little more excited about that. No, I'm about excited about that. that one, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I was, man. That was really. I'm about that to go was really nice to Tyler. I'm about to go take a nap. <laughs> Don't really want to be here right now. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to keep it real today. Things have happened this morning. And I'm a little, a little. Well, let's dive into it here in no, a second. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Next one is from J M B K Far. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Maybe it's Jim, how do you spell far. Maybe it's Jim Kfar. How do you spell far? F A R. Okay. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is my new top rotation must listen. I have listened to five of the episodes so far, and going through all of them. I love the personal stories of the guys and the back and forth bantering. It's great. That's awesome. Nice. Man. That's what we, yeah. Yeah. That's what, we, that's what the show is all about. Mm-hmm. Is it's the me. It's me killing you two. Oh, my God. You just, <laughs> you just bring the topic. You taking it. We got it. And accepting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben's the FedEx delivery guy, dude. You just drop hey. the box here at our doorstep. Yeah. Let Darren and I yeah. handle it. The right? mailman. <laughs> the, the mailman. Call, call me the, the mailman. The sensitive mailman. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah. don't do anything. Hey, have y'all ever heard the stereotype about football players? I've heard a few. <laughs> I've heard a few. No. no. We're just big, dumb rocks, basically. That's yeah, one of the few. That's one yeah, of the few, right? You're just a them, bunch yeah. of meatheads. You know, yeah. no intelligence. You're running. I mean, who in their right mind would run to another human being for 60 minutes, right? Yeah, so, not gladiators much, would. Not then. much intelligence. Gladiators would. <laughs> not yeah. much intelligence going no. on fo- in the football world, right? Yeah, they're not far off. Well, I'm going to give you two an opportunity today <laughs> to debunk <laughs> that stereotype. All right, let's get it. Are y'all ready for let's this? Let's get it. This oh. is our first annual. We may never do it again, depending on how it goes. <laughs> Our first annual Darren Woodson Show Spelling Bee. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Were y'all ever, did you ever do spelling bees growing up? I did when I was a little kid. Did you really? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got a quick story about that. So Tell me. We're going around, and I'm actually, it ends up being myself and little girl, and we were probably in seventh grade, sixth grade, actually. And we got to the final, and I didn't want to be the nerd. Oh, so you faked it. I actually missed it on purpose. 
You missed the final word on yeah, purpose because you didn't purpose. want to be made fun That's of. That's like one thing I could do with back then. Now I can't. Is spell. I can math sucked. Everything else sucked, but spelling for some reason. Some reason you became natural as a young kid. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Game wow. Out. Hey kids, you know, kids, if you are listening, it is cool to be smart. So absolutely. don't. Well, That's I'm gonna please. further that. That's actually really funny. You say that because I did something very similar in seventh grade. Uh, in seventh grade, we used to have to give speeches. And there used to be like a speech competition or something. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember that. But you would go to like, uh, it was like a citywide speech thing. Yeah, it was like a a club that you could be in that had their little team. It wasn't debate. It it, it had a different name. I know what you're talking about. Well, I I gave a speech at some point in one of my classes. And I guess guess it was good enough that they invited me to this Uh thing. And But same mindset. Like, I don't want to be some nerd getting up there. Like, so... What was cool was I got to miss a whole day of school to go do this thing. Yeah. Did you go do it? So I went and did it because it's like, I get to miss a day of school. Yeah. But I was I had the wherewithal for some reason at this time that I knew I would get to miss the whole day anyway. So it didn't matter how much time I spent up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not kidding you. I show up and the first round, I read directly off the paper on purpose to screw up oh, man. so that I wouldn't advance See, that I could go way, home. That's a lot, though. <laughs> that's a lot. Like, we just showed up and did a spelling bee. Test. No, like, I, was, I showed you up. You straight up went to a competition. Yeah, I went, went to, to a, a competition, competition and read directly off the paper. That's so premeditated. I, so I sucked. Like, you, you, that was yes. premeditating sucking. Yeah. Like, so, like, your, your competitive drive didn't take over. and like, I didn't want to be there. You didn't. I just wanted to miss school. And so I oh, intentionally threw the lot. game. Yeah. So I had I had another one. It wasn't and got to go home early. It wasn't intellectual, but it was along those same lines. So uh, in junior high, so junior high where I from went uh, where I grew up was just seventh and eighth grade. I think here in Texas it's sixth, seventh, same and eighth. Way in, in and so uh, junior high, uh, the choir got to do a trip to Magic Mountain Six Flags in L.A. Right? Were like you the an theme alto? Park. No, I was a tenor. <laughs> <laughs> so Boy. so I joined so your balls hadn't dropped yet. So, uh, 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 uh. What was the next? It was the one below baritone, right? Were like, there any basses at that age? Yeah, there was a couple kids. There was a couple kids. I wasn't you one. Were one. So, anyways, so I joined choir literally for that same reason. I literally spent an entire year to get one day off to go to so Magic Mountain, Magic so Mountain. I could go to Magic Mountain, dude. So then the next year it was kind of the same deal, and like I mean, I, when I was doing it, I was doing it right. Well. There was a tryout for my eighth grade year for, it was called Chamber Choir. It was like the elite, yeah. right? Mm. The and elite? The elite singers, <laughs> right? It was the one that you Who wanted to be in, right? Thing. And obviously, it was a class, too. And so uh, so I'd gotten made fun of. We'd had a uh, like a, a performance or something at, at school, and we had we wore white shirts, and then we wore those piano ties, right? Oh, wow. So it was, wow. like, it was like a black tie with like some blue black background, and then the piano oh keys gosh, on it. dude. I would have made fun of you too. My guys, my guys were on me so hard about that tie. Oh. So I go in to the tryout for chamber choir and I bombed it. Absolutely. On purpose. Bombed, purpose. bombed it on purpose yeah. so that I would not. So at least I tried. Yeah. Because yeah. I ha- also, it, it had to go on like my resume to get this block C award, which was like, you know, the most involved, best student. Uh, you had yeah. to get all these things. So I had to try out for it. I just didn't yeah. make it. I mean, if you're watching this, you could probably literally see a, a wrinkle form in my brain. I thought I was the only one. I, this, no, is, no, man. this is mind-blowing no, that this, this occurred mean, you know, to other people. Is, mine was pretty simple. We probably had 25 kids in the class, and we weren't, no one was smart in that class. So it's, like, it's not like I accomplished anything. But for you two, 
It was like premeditated. Yeah. You went through a process yeah. and, and bombed it on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. See, yeah. I think if, I'm not like that. I, I, now I'm You just said you just did no, it. That. No, no, I, I think if it was, if I had actually gotten through that, that part of it and won, then once it became an event, oh, it's showtime. Like it would have been showtime then. I mean, it wouldn't have how, been. Why like, would it be cool to be the best speech in your <laughs> deliverer? Why not? It doesn't matter. What, be the what, best what at everything now? you do. What about the, now? That's what we talk about on this yeah. show, Ben. Do y'all not be remember the, my if story? Do I was it, not if it's interested worth doing, in being the do best it to your anything. best ability. Exactly. Put some time in, man. Man, that's all a roundabout way to get back to our spelling. All right. Our first yeah, annual Darren Woodson show. Okay, spelling, spelling B. So here's here's how we're gonna do it because you can't Google it. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. Put I'm your doing other stuff. I'm doing other stuff. I'm doing other stuff on my no, phone, guys. Put your guys. phone yeah. down. Yeah. So I've got two lists of words here, and there's one, two, three, four, five. It be hard. I'm gonna have to write it. Five down, words. Real. No, uh, there's five words in each segment section. There's an A list and a B list. So how are we going to decide who gets the A list and who gets the B list? Just what's the what's the what's the way you used to settle settle disputes back in the day? Rock paper scissors. Rock paper boy. scissors. So y'all go rock paper scissors. One two winner three, takes all. Two no, or three win, or no one, winner one. takes all. There's gonna be too much dead air. Okay. So winner <laughs> takes all, and then whoever whoever wins gets to choose what do you all want right. A or do you want B? All Does right. it really matter? You might as well just say go A, I'll go B. Goodness Lord, it doesn't matter. Okay, well, we're if you want to take to, all the fun out of this, we're trying to make competition out of it, but <laughs> yet again, trying to get back to your nap, old man. <laughs> it is, it is a weird time of the day for you, Darren, to be awake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what did you say? You want A? You want give him A? Give him A? Give him A? Darren, you're going first. You make this shit really difficult. All right, section A. The first word, although. A L T H O U G H. I mean, God. Wow. So I I forgot to mention, I started the first two words are are pretty easy, and then it gets more difficult. (laughs) Hey, that's hard. I I want to. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's all I got. (laughs) I thought that's blacked out. I don't even know what happened there. (laughs) I thought the O U G H was going to throw you off. You were joking. Like, people were listening to this saying. Well, so here's a, a here's a problem is who teed him up really nice. I'm saying the first two are okay, quote unquote, easier. Okay. All but right. I'm dead serious. I didn't no, think you were going to get that. You shouldn't have that's said that because now I'm getting nervous because if I screw it up. <laughs> Even if I All think right. about it for too long, I'm an Holy idiot. God. All right, Dar- Darren. Darren's winning one nothing. Tyler, yeah. your word is successor. <laughs> he doesn't know. That's like Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to miss a C. Know. I'm going to miss a C or an S You're somewhere. You're not going to miss a C. S-U-C-C-E. S S O R. Oh, nice! Yeah. Well go. done. That was that was your easiest word, by the way. <laughs> was my oh my god! Yeah. Sorry, bro. Ugh. Darren, word number two. Go. Unconscious. Unconscious. U N C O N S C I O U S. Dang, you are good at this, dude. I've been a pretty good speller. Wow. Oh, like, so now in the hard. office, when I'm yelling, I'm figuring out how yeah. to spell a word for an email. I'm, no, yelling, I'm looking no. at you. I'm the wor- <laughs> now. You know how long it takes me to write an email, man. <laughs> I'm That's impressed. just because you just because you peck. Dude, no, right. Okay, think about these words you're giving me, dog. You're giving me. <laughs> I told you. You the, are teeing me up. I told you that. I picked. Don't get too cocky. I told you the first two words are going to be easy. <laughs> just wow. wait. Just wait till word number three. Oh, why are you impressed? If they're easy. <laughs> what, do you, what does that say I about me? Because I thought you were dumb. <laughs> I am. Tyler, yeah. Tyler Tyler's so nervous. nervous. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, so Tyler's face is red. He is very nervous. I'm just glad I'm not you. <laughs> Villain. Oh, uh, God. Bless. The 
V I L L I A N. I know. That's oh not God. it. How do you spell villain? He just spelled it. No, he didn't. He missed it. V I L L I A N. No. Is it one is it one L? You acted like that was so easy. Is it one L? V I L L A I N. You said I A N. Both of you said I A N. I thought it was I A N. No. Are you type it in your phone. Type it in your phone. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Gosh, dang. Uh, All right. dang. Damn, I would have said Dang. That. No good. See, I just rolled right glad, through it. I was glad, to, glad that was yours. Like a, hey. And I backed right into it the same yeah. way after you just yeah. did it. So y'all y'all spelled Villi, Villian. Villian. Yeah. Villian, yeah. Type it in your phone. He's right. Village. Village. Maybe we're thinking Villian. Do you know how many times I checked these yeah. words before I wrote them down? Yeah, I'm true. not wrong. I didn't. I'm not saying I know how to spell it. I'm just saying I'm not wrong. Okay. All right, Dan. You know what? We're going to start having you spell words, too, <laughs> that you did not prepare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Dan. You're all this trash talk. Oh, this is the easiest list ever. I'll win all these. All right. Next word. Next word. Word number three. Three. Pterodactyl. It's a dinosaur. I know that. This is a definition. This is spelling. Oh, uh, man. Pterodactyl. How do you say it? Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. A flying dinosaur. Would you like me to use it in a sentence? Pterodactyl. I got to write it down. Yeah. Pterodactyl. T-E-R-A-D-A-C-H-T-Y-L. So, what did you say? I was like, what? <laughs> did you just did you just throw out random letters and hope that CHT? Sorry, start over and go slower. Pterodactyl. Okay, go. Pterodactyl. Let me. Pterodactyl. So is it T Y? Pterodactyl. T Y R A. T Y R A. No. Tyler, would you like to take a stab at it? No, I don't. I don't want to try. How do you spell it? There's a zero percent chance you'll ever get this right. I wouldn't. I know. Is it D A C? Did you? But dude, his creative ending to that word, the letters that he put together, I think was right. I think you threw a Z in there at one point. What is it? Did you? Did you just put an omega sign in there? I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed. How would you spell it? P T E. Oh, I knew there was some crazy on the front end. Wow. This oh, might geez. be my favorite episode we've ever done. Right, spell the whole thing. P-T-E-R-O-D-A-C-T-Y-L. I did say that. He did say the back end. The back, the back, the end, the back end was good. End. You said D-A-C-T-Y-L? But, yes. Yes, okay. he did. That. But he I, didn't. That, we forgot the P. Hey, P. hey. Wow. Is it fair to say that P will get you every time? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Power of the P. Yes. All right, Tyler. Oh, don't, don't be so confident over there. Not confident. Oh, There's gosh. been zero confidence uh, coming from me this whole time. This is this is a COVID word. Phlegm. Oh, freaking a! You don't know phlegm. I know phlegm. See again. Doesn't start with it. Yeah, it's, Dude, don't don't tell him. So, <laughs> this is your opponent. You acted like he's my family. I'm competitive. Hey, I want to win. We're talking about we're so. Here. <laughs> we P L H E P L H. No, P, I'm sorry, P-H-L. Okay. E-M-N. Oh, so close. No, and it's so end. close. P-L, oh, sorry. P-H, I can't you. even read you it. You have it. P-H-L-E-G-M. Oh, my God. Phlegm. What? Phlegm. It's phlegm. Huh. All right. What would you have said? So, okay, hold on. When you came up with this, this is this the 10 hardest words to spell in the American <laughs> language? Is that what you Google? <laughs> I actually did Google 
spelling bee words. Uh-huh. And I just picked, they had like an easy, believe it or not, these those two were in the quote unquote easy category for oh, Flegum. Spelling bee, yeah. Really? Flegum. Wait a minute. one more time. P H P H L E G G M E G M. That's correct. G M. That's crazy, huh? Two more words. Oh, gosh. <laughs> God, I know it's too much. We're done. <laughs> Darren, this is something you're very familiar with. Camouflage. Camo. See. <laughs> <laughs> is it M O? I know it's a K or C A M O U G. I don't know that Fodge is F L A G E. What You said C A M O U G? Yeah. Camo. A. No. C A M O U. Uh, camouflage. So you should know this, Tyler. C A M O U. C A M O is all I know. C A M O U. Because you spell it camo. Just camo. That's all it is. Is it F L A G U E? You were so close. What is it? C A M O U F L A G E. Camouflage. You said you said G U E. Oh, did I say G U E? You said G U E. Close. That was, was very close. close. Hey, I'm. I, if this were uh, if this were horseshoes or hand grenades, I would, I would say that's very close. Yeah, that <laughs> but it doesn't count. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Yeah. So so far it's two to one. Okay. You've both missed two words, Tyler. Your fourth word. Entrepreneur. So you you keep you keep reacting like these words are easy and you haven't spelled but one right, two right. I know entrepreneur. <laughs> All right, so it's because you is one. You was small. Again, I want I would want to write this down, but so it's E Yeah, I will say that's a harder yeah. it's hard to not be able to write it down. E N mm-hmm. T R E. Okay. Okay. Uh P R Keep going. You're getting it. E N U E R. Oh, so right close. There. You were right to try again. Try. Oh, okay. Yeah, Darren the ruined it. You were right there. You were right. That's pretty good. Just, it was backwards. just spitting yeah. it off the top of your head. No writing it down. Yeah, man. We've become reliant on a word check or yeah. word, spell check. Heck yeah. 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 All right. Last word. Pterodactyl. Last word for each. The score is two to one. Darren still. So if Darren misses this, Tyler, you and can tie him. Yeah. And I'll have to come up with a. a, a Bonus word. I'm about guess. to close the door right here. You right about, here. Hey, you about to walk it off? I'm about to walk off. We're right still going to do the last word because right. it's one of my favorite words in the English language for Tyler. Next word, miscellaneous. <laughs> I know this one. It's M I A M I S C E L A N E O U S. Wrong. Two L's. M I M I S C E L. Is it two L's? It's two L's. C E L L A. I'm counting that as wrong because you had to have Tyler's help. Tyler was correct. M I S C E L L A N E O U S. Holy cow! Miscellaneous. All right, Ty, you're putting the pressure on me if you get this one right because I'm gonna have to find another word. Oh, I'm so sorry that you have to do that. Yeah, this is hard for me. I was rattling my brain like, am I pronouncing these right? All right, rendezvous. Okay. Uh, Do you know how to spell this one, Darren? Yeah, it's our, yeah. No, what? Well, yeah, I think, I think. It might be Z-P-H-R. <laughs> Rendezvous. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, so. Oh, gosh. So it's R-E-N-D-E. 
V-O-U-Z. Close, but no cigar. Daggum. R-E-N-D-E-Z-V-O-U-S. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. <laughs> yeah, I put the Z at the end, huh? So by a score of two to Gosh. one, the winner of the first ever Darren Woodson show spag. Hey, Darren Woodson. Hey, we started out hot. We got the first three right and then didn't get a single one right after yeah. that. I told you the first two. How did, wait a minute. How in the hell did you get pterodactyl, though? Where'd you get that from? Well, Cooper's really into dinosaurs right now. And I knew it was a tricky word because of the P at the beginning. And I knew I'd trick your ass with that one. <laughs> you know, I missed miscellaneous. And what's the other one I missed? You dude? missed pterodactyl, camouflage, and miscellaneous. Camouflage. How the heck? Tyler only got successor correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, if, forgive Tyler. He ran his so head into other human spell, beings. Are you just not an analytical thinker? Are you just stupid? It means stupid? you're dumb. You're, 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 you're right, man. How much, how much spelling are we doing nowadays? Yeah. I mean, I mean really. I mean, yeah, because well, our, computer, our, like, our computers, they just autocorrect or the words yeah, for us. Yep. Our text does the same. Like, although, like, I think 90% of the population really thinks that it's A-L-T-H-O. Like, yeah. that's yeah. how True. everyone would text yeah. it, yeah. Right? right? You know? Yeah. Or through T-H-R-U. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. All right. That was fun. Well, thanks. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> sucks. That was fun on my end. For, no, your end. <laughs> Look at, for certain people on this couch. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the pros of being the producer. It's over here. <laughs> All right. So, so Ben. Uh, yes, sir. We had a conversation on the way over here today, uh, kind of in regards to one of the things that we were thinking about talking. And, and you and I struggle with this topic uh, in a lot of areas of our life. Not not every area, but... Um, the idea, Darren, I think, I think does as well. And I think a lot of people do. Uh, but I think this is a trait that very good leaders and very successful people are able to master. Um, and the idea that we're going to talk about today is, is trusting your team. Um, this is something in football that, that's ingrained in us. And, uh, and I was actually talking with uh, my, my coach this week uh, and talking about the idea, you know, in, in the business world and why am I not applying the skills that I learned from football and to the business world? And, and I'm like, well, what do you mean? And, and he said, what, what's, a, what's a very memorable play that there was a lot of pressure on you in a football game? And I knew exactly, right? I was like, okay, for sure. It was fourth and goal on the one-yard line in the playoffs against Detroit in January of 2015. And we had to score to tie the game up to be able to push it to overtime. And we ran a lead left. I was, a, I mean, it was a um, out of our goal line package. But I was the lead blocker, and and our tight end blocked down. I came off and kicked the, kicked out the DB on the edge, and Demarco was supposed to go inside. Mm-hmm. But I had a one on one block, and if I didn't make my block, that whole play was blown up. Mm-hmm. And and we walked through it, and he said, "Okay, so what was the guy in front of you? What was his job?" The tight end. I was like, well, he's blocking down on on either the outside linebacker or the DN, depending on what package they had in. And he probably he was, absolutely crushed that that and, defensive end, didn't he? And he said, <laughs> and he said, well, yeah. play tight end. Is that why? <laughs> no, he misses block. He said, no, he, he said, he said, who was it? And I knew exactly it was Jason Witten on mm-hmm. on that particular play. Who was it? Uh, and he says, did you ever for a second think about him doing his job as you were on your way to do yours? And my coach doesn't really know a ton about football. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like he says it's goals, you know, he's so, <laughs> did you, when you scored your score? goals, right. <laughs> you know? but, but, but he had a great point. And, and, you know, in football, we were ingrained to trust all 11 people mm. for huh. them to do their job so that we could go do what we are specifically trained and gifted to do. Right. And, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I didn't think about anything else on that play. Like I knew what they had so that I could maneuver, but like, I trusted that he was going to do his job so that I could get and I could go do what I do best mm-hmm. and lead block and block that dude out. And and I went through a situation and have gone through at work a couple times where I would just take on other people's responsibilities mm-hmm. because ultimately it comes down to me maybe having a lack of trust. But what it is is it's not because I don't trust them. It's that I I have not given them the opportunity to earn that trust and not that they need to earn my trust, but for me to let go of the reins and not try to do other people's jobs. And to be honest with you, be really inefficient at doing other people's jobs because Mm -hmm. you know what? There's no way I would be a good center in the NFL. If I was trying to do his job, there's no way I'd be a good center. There's no way I would be a good right tackle. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no way. Right. I mean, I'd be a pretty. I'd be a pretty good. No, but, I'd be a pretty no, good. But do you? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Do you no, truly do have court, that that self awareness though, or does your ego say that you could do those jobs? No, I know that I couldn't. I, there's no way. See, my ego tells me I could. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, That's there's no my way. Problem. Here's here and here's here's how I know this is because as a fullback, and we're just talking about football. As a fullback, when they put me on the line as like a backside tight end. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd go work with tight ends because the, the most natural transition for a fullback, the next position is to go to tight end, right? You're built the most at H-back. It's kind of that hybrid. And they would put me on the line, and I would have to pass rush, whether it's a linebacker or a DN. And literally, I felt like I, mean, I, I had zero comfort doing any of that. Right. I, I felt like a fish out of water. It didn't feel right. So I know that now you put me inside at a center, there's no way I could do that. And there's no way that I could be a receiver at the, at right. the level that they are because I watch what they can do, and I know that I can't do that. Right. So, so to ask that, yes, I do think that there is some awareness in knowing. Now, could I do it better than the other 98% of the population? Probably, mm-hmm. but not nearly what – the starting center, the backup center, right. the the seventh O lineman that swings, and and the other fifteen hundred O linemen that are on the street because they don't have a job. Right. See, that's funny because I'm I'm for some reason I'm the opposite. I don't have any reason to be the opposite, but I am the opposite mm-hmm. in that I do think that I could, that that's that's why this is hard for me because mm-hmm. I'm like I want it done right, so I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, and this is gonna be completely douchey, but uh, we're all about being being transparent here. Like softball is a weird example. Yeah. Slow pitch softball. Yeah. Honestly, the thought I have in my head sometimes it's when I'm out there, and I try to suppress this. I try. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking, dude, I wish there were nine of me out here and I just played every position. <laughs> you know <laughs> but what? You can't, but that's the thing. But that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, you know how, what? how big of a tool am I for a You are that? a tool. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'll say this so, Darren. I've I, I played softball with Ben. And if oh, there was if there was, if there was nine bins on the field, it would be a dang good team for sure. Superstar, but, right? But so that's my issue. Yeah. Is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But that's, that's not, not with but everything. That's not but, a real. But, but I know, I know. But I'm a you tool. know that I you can't it. play shortstop. You can't play shortstop and play right field. But that's the problem. Is I do, uh, I do. You think call that. off the. You call the like, right fielder. Off. I gotta get out. Y'all seen Dude Perfect? They're, they're softball stereotype. That's yeah. what I feel like sometimes when I'm out there. I'm, like, I'm the guy oh that's like running God. the right field to catch the pop up. That is amazing, man. That's terrible. But that's my issue. But, like, but, and I it, can do a better job, yeah. so I'm just going to do and it. Here's, I'm not going to trust anybody. And here's the point of this and trusting, and, and, and there's there's layers to this, right? Because I'm the same way as you. I I put undue burdens on myself because I try to, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to explain it to somebody else. I want to do it right because I know how I want to. I don't want to take the time to walk through it and then, okay, get it and then have to correct it and then send it back and then get it back. And then part of it too is, and, and you and I talked about this is like, when I also like, I just don't want to put that burden on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Why not? So, but that's what we struggle yeah. with. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's a, that's yeah. not yeah. the right way to think. Having an admin is like the hardest concept for me. Oh my God. I don't trust have, it. I don't oh put man. anything on their plate Look. because I'm just like, who am I to pass off? It almost feels like, I'm putting myself above them if I ask them to do something. How scalable is that, though, to think that you it's can not, honestly do? Like, it's not. It, I don't think that's an ego deal. I think that's just being, like, partly just being efficient. I no, mean, it, you're, that, no, you're 100% right. But how yeah. do you get to that point? Because I'm not there. You know what? It didn't take me long to figure it out <laughs> at all. And, and, like, in football, man, I, it was – I remember coming in and – probably being that way when I was at Arizona state, I just didn't trust my teammates because we were a below average team. And because we were below average, I, you know, things would happen in games and you would see a guy miss a play or not do the right thing. And then you, you know, you're pissed off and you yell like, you know, and then I got it to the Cowboys in my first year. And I think this is when I really started to trust is that you knew what the expectation was of you because the leader of the team set, those expectations, who was mm-hmm. Jimmy, right? So I knew that I was supposed to go under this block and spill the play out and sacrifice myself and spill it out to the scraping linebacker, which was Ken Norton Jr., and I knew Norton was going to make the play. I mean, it was, it was like clockwork because we practiced it and did it over and over and over and over again. And you just saw the results on film. Like you just trusted. I just trusted right. the fact that Tyler was going to be there. Right. But how many, how many Sundays do we watch football? And that doesn't, that happen. doesn't happen until you watch, guys take it on until themselves. You watch the, the good ones yep. who yeah. have simplified the rules. Patriots. They're not that much more talented than anyone on defense. And, are they? and typically they're less talented. And they're, yeah. Yes. They're, they've got half the team you never but heard of. But what happens? They play so well together. They, because they understand each other. They trust each other. And they have that one this huge sign in the Patriots uh, locker room that says, do, do your, your job. job. Yep. And once, we, once you can get to that point, that's, that's when you can scale because you can't be in all places at all times. And that's where you start to get frustrated about things. I, I have no idea how – this is how I look at things. And I'm totally the opposite of you guys, you, and you damn well know this. Look, Wait, if I'm the opposite of him, how are you the opposite of both of us? No, you're because, not the opposite of me. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are very similar in some ways. Except for you're good at softball, and I'm not. <laughs> but Sorry, I like ahead. to surround myself with people that I know that can feel the weaknesses that I have. Yeah. Uh, and this obvious so, on like, do you think you've always been that way? Always been that. Well, no, I, I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that until I got 
here and I was playing football on a really good football team. Mm -hmm. And even when we became, when we started getting bad, I still had the mindset of do your job and just, you know, you relied on guys to do their job. And even when it didn't work out, I still had that mind of how can I can't be all things to everyone, right? Yeah. I got to do what I do best. But I got to think you growing up dominating in football, yeah, in, in high school and yeah. college. I got to think you I was had, a control freak. Yeah, back then. you had yes. moments where you're like, yes. I'm the best player out here. I'm doing everything. Yeah. yeah, and I think it comes down to if it transitioned when you were in Dallas, is it takes it takes a mental shift to trust the team and the process you know, your coach right. to like, okay, I'm going to try it and I'm just going to do, and then you see success and it's like, oh my gosh, life is so much easier, easier yeah. when I just do yeah. my job and I trust everyone around me to do what they're supposed to do. And it's the same thing with business. And the reason this conversation came up with my coach is there was a project that just like, there was this undue stress and anxiety that was associated with it because I was like angry about this one task because I was doing something I'm not good at. It was a spreadsheet. It was like a lease abstract. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not what God created me to do because I'm just not efficient. And there's mm-hmm. people, that, there's people out there like Travis Frederick, that's a better center than me. There are people out there that's and in our do. office yeah. that do a way better job and do it way faster. And, and they, that is, the, that is their job description right and Mm -hmm. they and they chose to do that and they like that whereas me i'm now like begrudgingly doing this task slower and not doing the things that i'm good at that generate new business that generate revenue and now i'm like oh i'm just so miserable and i'm like angry because of this because i didn't trust Mm -hmm. and i think about okay i've been in real estate four years now and i think about it i'm like had i applied what we're talking about today Four years ago, or even three years ago, because you got to go through the grind mm-hmm. and you got to be that, you know, you got to do the bitch work for a little mm-hmm. bit just so you can understand it, right? But if I applied this three years ago, where could my career be today if I wasn't doing nine different job titles mm-hmm. through a transaction or through a, through a project? I like, I can't even, and the stress that's associated with it. And that's the biggest thing about this is the quality of life that comes with simplifying Mm -hmm. and trusting other people to do what they're paid to do or what their role is, whether it's in the family, like how much simpler life could be and how much more enjoyable Mm -hmm. you could, you could actually enjoy your job. Yeah. Well, you know, what's hard about that is, and the episode hasn't come out yet, but we spoke with Andy Frisella. Yeah. And he was talking about how when he hires somebody new and trusts them with a job, he knows they're going to screw up. Right. Mm-hmm. He's already got in his head. Mm-hmm. He knows there's going to be a learning curve there, and he's okay with it. He's gotten to the point where he's okay with it. I think for me that's the hard part is understanding that it's okay to take a bit of a step back, trust somebody else to do it, and just know that it's going to, in the long run, if you teach them, it's going to take so much more off your plate. Mm-hmm. Perfect, another perfect example is, Right now, my wife is becoming our admin mm-hmm. uh, for the show, for the podcast. Good luck. And so teaching her just a Think few about weeks. how many more people <laughs> we've scheduled <laughs> this week. <Yeah. laughs> she no. came on board. No, exactly. But, but teaching, her, teaching her simple stuff like, hey, here's, how, here's the email you need to send to people. Here's, yeah. the, you know, here's how you copy the invite on, uh-huh. on the calendar. Like, stuff like that, me teaching her, it's not going to take long to teach her those things. Yeah. They're pretty simple things. But if I was so controlling and all about me and, and I just kept doing it myself and never taught her how to do it, mm. my question it's is, just going to take longer. My question is, what did, take longer. what did she do that we couldn't do 
for you to teach her how to do that. <laughs> that yeah. I'm wondering what, what it was. Do we we've have been, time? We've been asking. Do we have look, time to hey, say we everything? Can, <laughs> <laughs> we've been asking, hey, Ben, let us carry some of this burden. He's like, no, no, no. I got, I got it, got it guys. I, I got, got it, it guys. <laughs> You've been asking. I've no. like, dude, I mean, <laughs> You want to know how bad I am at this concept, Tyler? Honestly, when we had this conversation on the way over here in the uh, car, uh, even you suggesting the topic today was hard for me to take. Yeah. That's so awful. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Like even me trusting Tyler to come up with the topic today is is out of my comfort zone. Yeah, you I didn't know you were that much I, of a control. I know you were a control freak, yeah. but not like this. I don't know why, point. I don't know where it comes from, but yeah, exactly. It's like even even a simple menial, hey, what what are we talking about today? Me trusting Tyler to come up with a good topic was hard for me. And that's so that's that's so bad. Oh, I knew it. I, I know. I knew it. I knew. <laughs> no, it was I, and like that's why this. I picked this topic. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have some counseling yeah. going. Seriously, here. I need to go see somebody. I've got some issues. But I think, and, and it's back to the it's back to the burden that you're carrying, right? If you're carrying so many roles, I mean, that's you're carrying the weight of two other people on this, right? right. So think mm -hmm. about the stress is compounded. 2x from what you would normally feel right doing it think about it work right if if your job as a producer as a broker is to go find new business create the relationships but then you're also doing you know the searches and mm. the surveys and the abstracts and the financial analysis and the site selection and you're you're trying to do all of those okay you may have time in to do i don't know a tenth of the projects right. that potentially you could bring in mm. because think about like instead of in this let's just speak about this podcast instead of okay i've got to get the social media stuff out i got to do the editing i got to do this i got to do that i got to do that like and worth and you take that time to like creatively think about the content which you're really really good at think about how much we could have and again this isn't calling you out that's not <laughs> it's starting to sound like that but i'm just saying like yeah. and, and and you know we joke about like how ben thinks he's the mvp of this podcast and <laughs> da, da, da. but like but the joke. reality <laughs> is the reality is is he does he spends so much time cuz he cares about it but if he took that time and offloaded it to to Whitney or mm -hmm. to whoever that we have to help us to us i go like this i go i go i go <laughs> To us. I would You're love, watching. I just I would, know. Yeah. I would love that. to see the time that you guys give me to be able to trust no, you to do this. No, we don't. Look, I'll just say that. We're just we're fully transparent. There's no way in hell that I would know what Ben is doing. Like he's, and it's the reason why I was okay with doing this podcast because I know both of you. I know you through and through, and I think that's what's really helped me as far as being an entrepreneur is knowing like you never surround yourself with people that are dumber than you or don't have work ethic. Like you put yourself in a position where you humble yourself and you say, okay, what's his best asset? Mm -hmm. Well, I know he's not going to drop the ball. I know he's going to show up every day. He's a control freak. He's going to take, you know, pride in what he does. Okay. I want his ass on my mm -hmm. team because I know he's going to take pride in it. Right. And I'm yep. sorry. I looked at you that way, but that's how I looked at you. So I knew we weren't going to drop the ball. I knew Tyler could drive. I've watched Tyler on TV, on TV, on the radio. I've done shows with him. I've seen him sit there and MC events, right? Yep. Am I right? Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at things going, okay, then. I ain't got to do shit. And this is selfish. <laughs> it is selfish of me. 
But it's the same way. Like entrepreneurs think that That's way. Right. They yeah. put themselves in position and then they surround themselves with people who will go out and actually do yeah. the just dig in and do what they do best. Mm-hmm. I know he could drive. I knew you were going to keep me on point. And now, look, where are we? What month are we in? Seven, eight months? Yep. And we ain't, we're not going to drop the ball. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue this show, and we're going to keep moving on, and we're going to get better guests, and we're going to get better. It's because we all we got, three we have our own guests. If you've already come on and listen, you were great. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're we're awesome. not doing better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it's just – we're scalable in a way that of how we're built because we understand our roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, if I was going to psychoanalyze myself, and this is kind of an epiphany that I'm having right now. You know, spell honestly, it. Hold on, spell it. Spell it. Spell it. Spell it. No, spell epiphany. Since you're using and psychoanalyze. No, I don't, I'm out. Uh, if I, as I'm sitting here thinking through this and why I'm like this, you know, honestly, I think it's because of a lack of confidence because it's almost like a sense of well, I need to show that I'm worthy or that I'm that I'm uh, that I'm worth worth keeping around. Mm-hmm. So I need to do things maybe outside of my specialty to show that I'm valuable. Do an extra, yeah. do yeah, an extra yeah. to show yeah. my value to show hey they can't do this without me. Yeah. So I, I, we've talked about this before. I spent a lot of my life quitting, not being the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, well, if I don't take these extra roles or I don't do the extra work, am I going to be seen as valuable enough to keep around? Right. Am I going to, am I going to see, am I going to be somebody that, well, it's like, well, what's he really contributing? Right. You know what I mean? But don't you love that about, but, like, but that's for the part you, you should really love about yourself. Honestly, that's a part you should really think of and just take charge and, and really understand that about yourself because there are so many people and I'd say 99, eight, 98% of the world they don't give a damn. They don't care about right. those things, right? And it's the little things that you care about. It's like if you're willing and you're available to do those things and you feel like, oh, I got to control, I got I to gotta do this and I got to do that, that sets you up for success. Right. No, I get that. And, and I'm, I think there's a fine line of a healthy viewpoint of, hey, I, I want to be valuable. I want to make yeah. sure I'm contributing. Yeah. But I think what we're talking about is, but if that gets in the way of trusting other people to do their, like for you, Darren, you're good at trusting people because you have all the confidence in the world of mm-hmm. the value that you bring. Right. I'm still trying to discover what is my value? What am I bringing to the team? Mm-hmm. So how do I act out on that? Mm-hmm. I do extra. I obsess. I, I have to find creative ways. In my mind, I, don't, I probably don't have to, but in my mind, I tell myself, dude, you got to do more. You better do all the roles. You know what? Though? You better do all the roles. Can I, I'll say something. This is no offense to you, man, but that is that is a mentality that most athletes have because you're always trying to prove your value. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in critical spaces, whether yeah. you're in football or whatever it is, you're always, you know, the coaches are looking at you. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get cut. So what do you do? Well, I only can I play tight end, but I can run down on this and I can do right. this. You're always trying to prove your value and it becomes like that's a worker bee mentality that that truly is mm-hmm. a mindset of a worker yeah. bee. and you know what you know what that leads to it leads to league minimum yeah yeah it does yeah it absolutely does but it's a it's a worker bee mentality now i i think that you can progress off of that because there's certain there's i mean there's a lot of good in that when you have that mentality but then if you could take that mentality and then if you start whatever company it is, all right, if you have that expertise and you're starting this podcast, right? So this podcast, we're all working together. You're doing all a lot of the legwork. Now, if you could have these conversations and be willing to have the conversation, say, how do we continue to scale? Well, I need to 
you need to take the, the humility, you need to have that pride and humility and take it out of the way and just say, okay, this is how we can expand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's when you become that entrepreneur. Yeah. So the worker right. bee mentality, the entrepreneur starts, comes in and says, look, I know I can't do all this shit. Mm-hmm. I need someone who can edit. And that's all they do. I need someone who's going to send invites. That's all they do. And here's where I can bring my value. Yeah. Just start mm-hmm. understanding your role. Right. And that's really hard for yeah. me, again, because I feel like, well, if, if I reduce my role, am I still worth being around? Right. Are they still going to hold on to me? Yeah. And oh, you're out. Yeah, but you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Show it. <laughs> we don't. We don't. No, we don't. We, we, we don't. We don't need that kind of attitude right here. <laughs> but but I mean, think about it, and, and that's exactly right. There's there's three things that that come to my mind with that mentality: is you're limiting yourself on scalability, you're limiting yourself on quality of life, mm-hmm. and that's, a big, that's you, a big one. You know what I mean? Because it, quality of life, it's and sustainability. Because what's the most valuable asset to a football player? Being available. Being available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're if you are burning yourself out because you are carrying the job of everyone around you, you cannot sustain that. Right. You can't. And we all do it. I do. Literally, what you're saying right now is exactly me. That I was mm-hmm. that player. I was the fullback. I was the third or fourth tight end. I was every backup position on on every special teams. I started on you know on these, and I wanted to show my value as a backup long snapper, like. I wanted to show my value that I could do more than everyone else, but I didn't do any of it great. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that scalability, I could not scale my position. So I literally, my entire NFL career leg made league minimum. Right. And I was there was no shot at me making any more because I did not specialize. I did not be I did not hyper focus on being the best fullback in the NFL. And I'm looking at some of these guys and even the guy that came after me. I mean, the contracts that they signed because yeah, they were good at special teams, but like they were like I'm just going to be a damn good fullback. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. Right. And those guys, like I look at the kid in San Francisco, I mean, the contract that that kid got, and it's not about money, but what it is, right, is there's a va- there's so much more of a value in his position in the role that he does, right. not trying to do everybody else's role, but mm-hmm. the role that he does because he's so much better at it because I'm going to let the tight ends be the tight ends. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to let what? the running back be the running back. God, it's I, such a scary step. But I, I listen to this and I, it's almost, I'm listening to how you guys are talking about this, but just look at the people that we've interviewed on the shows, uh, the, the Andy Priscilla's of the world that, that went 10 years and he knew every part of the job, right? He did a little bit of everything all those years, right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like what I appreciate about the, this conversation is that, you, especially you two, you want to learn and, and you're getting your fingers in every little thing, Right. And, and I know that you're saying it takes a lot of your time, but you're cutting your teeth at the same time. Yeah. It's like a process you're going through right now. Because once we get there, and we're going to get there, once we get there, then the entrepreneur spirit will take over. But you already know, like Priscilla, he already knows, look, yeah. I've done that job. I've done that job. I know that job. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's already cut his teeth through the It's the, the education right? aspect yeah. of it. It is. I mean, it's, think about our education system. Right. Yeah. You start you start in preschool and you do everything. I color, I count this, we learn words, we learn mm-hmm. you go through high school, you're learning history, you're learning math, you're learning English, you've got all these different subjects. Mm-hmm. But as you become more educated, more experienced, that funnel gets smaller and smaller and smaller and right. smaller and you're you're focused. So yes, there is definitely that education 
aspect and phase because you're not going to be a 21 year old kid unless you're a TikToker. Exactly. apparently nowadays yep. but like <laughs> exactly. but you're not going to know everything that you can about business you're right. not going to know everything you can about manufacturing like you can't because you right. just don't have the experience but but when you become hyper focused on saying okay uh, I'm going to I'm going to master supply chain management, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be the best, and I'm going to focus, focus on, on that, that. Right. and I'm going to be the best supply chain management expert in the market. So my value now just continues to climb higher than everyone mm-hmm. around me. That it's like, okay, I'm going to look at logistics, I'm going to look at that, I'm going to look at this, I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. th- that's when when you become hyper focused on a job and you trust the team around you to do yeah, the other jobs because I think we're kind of losing the the trust your team deal. When you trust everyone else to do their job and you can hyper-focus and excel at that one job, that's when quality of life, yeah. you free up extra time. Mm-hmm. That's when you enjoy your job. I mean, think about you, right, Ben? You're obsessed with consuming information. If you tried to consume information not only on fitness, not only on nutrition, not only on podcast, and then now you're like, now I've got to throw in real estate, then I've got to throw in my area of focus, and then, oh, and then I got to be all the information I can on being a dad, all the information I can on being a husband, all the information on my faith, all the information. Where, how could you ever consume Mm. and research all of those things? Right. But if you, and okay, I'm going to limit, I'm going to let everyone else be experts in those. And I'm going to really hyper focus. You know what I wonder, and I don't know if there's any way I can prove this, but I wonder if the best at anything, any whatever subject, whatever field, I wonder if the best at it struggles with this control aspect of right, or if or if the best in any field has has figured out that they need the team. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, you think. Steve, you think Jeff Bezos? Let's just put Jeff Bezos. Yeah, like, do you think he's on every in every single meeting no, about not. creating no, new products? No, he's not. He's not. He's not, man. And Rich Froning. We interviewed Rich Froning. You think Rich Froning's worried about you know the the ancillary aspects, or is he just worried about I'm going to work out today four times a day, and that's all he's super focused on? Yeah. Whoever is the best in whatever their field yeah. is. Yeah. This is an epiphany for me because it's like, well, no, duh. They've spent so much time and energy focused on what they do. But don't they're they don't, not worried about no, the other. No, but I, I still stuff. think there's a part of it that you just. I mean, what we're missing that, you know, it it take it's a process. I think it's a it's a longer process than you think. I think there's a lot of control in what you do initially because you have to be, especially if it's a new job or if it's something that you're, you know, you don't know a whole lot about and you're learning a new field. You're you're gonna have to dibble and dabble just to understand yeah. the landscape. Yeah. And then maybe over time you get to a point where we say, well, I'm, I'm the guy that's just going to focus on this one area. I'm going to be hyper-focused on it. And I get there and then I could, but, but that's, that takes a long, that's a, you know, nothing happens overnight. Mm-hmm. You just don't let go and go, okay, I've been this way all my life. And now I'm tomorrow I'm yeah. done. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm hyper-focused on that. It just doesn't work that way. It yeah. t- it's, it's a process. It's, it's maturity, and then it's getting with the right people, and then there's a lot to say about trust. Yeah, that's what because it comes down to. Because there's yeah. a lot, it does, man. It's a lot to say about the people that you're working with. Uh, if there's one ultimate goal, can they get the job done? I, I work with a group at my software company. I have two girls who are my, on the sales team, uh, Rachel and Jamie. I know exactly, it's like we can read each other's mind. Because I have that much trust in them. I, don't ha- I'm, I would never step over 
them. As a matter of fact, if we're going to reach out to a client, I'm going to go to them first right. before I even think about mm-hmm. reaching out to a client. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. the trust because you you're going to have to trust the team. The other, the other characteristic that comes out of this to me, the trust, is leadership. Yeah. Think about the best leaders out there, right? They trust their team yeah. because, yeah, you can lead by example, but that only goes so far. Right. And Andy Frisella talked about this the other day on one of his podcasts about, you know, the the uh, recipe of leadership or something like that. But you have to trust other people to do it because you cannot do everything yourself and ex- and expect them one to get experience because right. now you're taking the opportunity away from them for bettering themselves mm-hmm. and learning something new because you hoarded all of those jobs yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's such interesting. True. Interesting concept. I think it, I think whatever your past, just like everything, whatever your past experience is, is what leads and, and dictates how probably how you feel about this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because again, for me, I spent so much time not being the best at it, not not accomplishing. So now I feel I have to make up for that by doing, 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 and, and yeah. being more than what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Whereas you, Darren, it's like you spent so much time being the man you understand what it is to trust the team. Right. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's a huge struggle for and me. And it's going to happen for yeah. you. I promise you, it's going to happen for you. Yeah. It, it's, this is not like, you know, through growth, it's going to happen. You're going to get there to a point where, especially if it's, if you see, if you have a vision of true scale of, I mean, yeah. of, of growth, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be at all places at all times. Right. Yeah. You have to. Well, that stress that. aspect that we talked about earlier yeah. for me, I mean, it's literally unhealthy Yeah, to, to be, have the mindset of I've got to do everything yeah. because keep, it's stressing you, you out. Yeah. You can't. And yeah. then you're always judging yourself. Right. You're always on yourself. Then you just don't, then the confidence in yourself is gone. And that just fuels that. I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to do more, but it's not physically possible. There's not enough hours. It doesn't matter, Ben, if you get up at three forty-five every single morning, there's still not enough time yeah, in the day. I heard that by the way, I heard somebody said that the other day. I just, it just, it was like chalkboard. I, don't have time. Nails on the chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't have the time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think just to summarize today, um, because th- I mean, this is, this is a conversation. This you is a got, real, this you guys just epiphany. witnessed a real conversation. Yeah. This, this was not epiphany. this by no means. And, and I'm going to say this, right? This, this show by no means is something we're telling you how to run your life or how to do anything with this. This show is, this is us talking about our lives, issues that we struggle with. And our goal is not to tell you what to do, but to get you to think about what you want and how to, how to make a change or how to keep doing what you're doing. This is uh, to me, like I'm loving this because I just want other people to, you know, have thoughts be provoked from the conversations we have so that you can make the change and do what is, what is right in your life. Because this conversation that we're having right now to someone else, they'd be like, that's not going to fit in me. Like mm-hmm. this is not fit in my life. I've got to do a lot of these things because I'm in that phase that I've got to learn right. or I, I, this just doesn't apply to me. But if we're, if we are providing topics that are provoking, you know, deep thoughts and how to change, how to, how to analyze, how to, and then I, and, and I want to be very careful. We're not judging yourself. I'm not encouraging people to judge yourself, but okay. What do I want? Am I doing the things that are necessary to get to where I want? And that's different for every person, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in in our circumstances, in our situations here, the three of us talking today, that's what these conversations are about, and mm-hmm. we're bringing yeah. it inside to us. So, yeah. if if any of these yeah. conversations are helpful or are thought provoking, or it can start a conversation with someone else, I'd encourage you to share this mm-hmm. with with a friend, with a family member, whoever. 
and be like, hey, this is something I really struggle with. I want you to listen to this and then let's talk about it. Because mm-hmm. all we want to do is we want to encourage other conversations so you can figure out the, the roadmap of your life to whatever it is you want to achieve. And mm-hmm. look, we're not saying everyone has to be CEO or business owner or entrepreneur or professional athlete. You can be whatever you want to be, but just make that decision and go for it. And if these conversations help you get there, yeah. please share it. Yeah, we started the, the podcast off with a couple of reviews. Leave us some reviews. Tell us what yeah. you think. Because that really does help us out. I know, I know. If you're sitting here thinking and, and listening to this, you've heard this before. But honestly, we would love to see those review numbers go up as high as possible. Yeah. That's that's how this show reaches more people, and that's obviously our goal is to reach as many people. Tell, as we can. tell, yeah, tell, tell, tell your someone, friends about tell it. Your yeah. friends yeah. about if, it. If you like the episode, if you like any of the episodes, if you found value, share it with somebody. If you think yeah. Tyler's full of shit? Then yeah. just let us know. Yeah. Total yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we appreciate you guys.